0: Today's show is brought to you by our presenting sponsor Cufflinks.com. If you want to look good when you step out in the morning or you have an event coming up, go to Cufflinks.com slash DVR today. And from January 3rd to the 12th, it's winter clearance. 20% off sale price. Use code WINNER20. Now, you know what? Cufflinks.com is good for any season. They've got all the great geek stuff you like, whether it's Rise of the Skywalker, they got Avengers, they got NCAA, NBA, NFL, all that kind of cool stuff, plus the wearable art, classic, good-looking cufflinks, ties, all the stuff that you need. Go to cufflinks.com DVR today. Use code WINNER20 to save 20% off. Support our sponsor, cufflinks.com, a family-owned company just like DVR podcast, baby. Go to cufflinks.com today. Welcome back to Batch It Up. My co-host is Sarah and my name is Axel. Today, we'll be previewing season 24 of The Bachelor, Pilot Pete season, and also talking about some recent Bachelor news. The podcast is part of the DVR Podcast Network, and you can find out more about us and all of our other podcasts at DVRpodcast.com. Now, last season, we were the Bachelor Party Facebook page podcast, but we came up with Batch It Up. I think actually, Sarah, it was your idea, wasn't it?
1: I think we kind of came up with it together. We were brainstorming together. Yeah.
0: But I like it better. So we are now batch it up. We're independent. No affiliation. (laughs) Nope. So uh, how you been?
1: Good. You know what? I had a great off season. I definitely missed uh, talking with you every week. But you know what? My Washington Nationals won the World Series. Yeah. I bought a Peloton bike. So it's been a... It's been a busy off-season, but I, I'm very much looking forward to Pilot Pete's season.
0: Wait, are you the Peloton girl? Is that what everybody's been talking I don't even know. I'm so old. I just hear about it in the news.
1: You know what? I bought I bought my bike before <laughs> the controversy, but to be honest, I don't really see what the problem was because I would have been honored if my significant other had gifted me a Peloton bike. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I would have loved that personally. Wow. So I, I didn't see what the problem was, but I guess, you know, she did have the fear of God in her eyes sometimes. Yeah. So, you know,
0: <laughs> well, you know, real life is like the bachelor. It's always the most dramatic thing that ever happened.
1: Exactly.
0: You know, it's always happening, but uh, we do have some stuff to kind of catch up with. It's been a busy and,
1: off season. Yeah.
0: You've been paying attention a bit more than I have. So can you kind of bring us up to speed a little bit? Let's start talk let's start talking about Hannah.
1: Well, Hannah, Made us proud. She won dancing with the stars. I was thrilled. i I mean, I will say I do think Kel Mitchell deserved to win. I do think he was the better dancer, but Hannah had bad Nation behind her. I was definitely part of the problem. I was definitely hardcore voting every week. I'm so proud of her. Um, you know, definitely I think she definitely grew a lot in this process. There is a lot of speculation on if, you know, whether or not she's dating her dance partner Alan. It's still kind of you know the jury's still out on that situation, but um, I'm kind of pulling for them. Um, I, I kind of go back and forth because I've obviously I'm a huge *Stands with the Stars* fan, so I've known Alan for a while, and you know I act like I know him personally, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I don't know. I I, I think they I think. The more that we that we got more time, we got to spend with them on the show. The more I was all in on them dating, but um, I think they formed a very good friendship. and And who knows? It it may blossom into something if it hasn't already. So do
0: they play with that? Uh, those kind of I haven't watched Dancing with the Stars, but do they like feed into that on the show at all? Like, do they comment on it or show behind the scenes stuff that makes you feel this way? Or is this all like? outside of the show stuff.
1: I think this season it was a little bit of both. I think I don't think they were playing into it a ton. I definitely think they, you know, they weren't not playing into it, but I definitely think it was much more of Bachelor Nation playing it up. Okay. Um uh, you know, on the on the interwebs. Um but I I don't know. I'm I'm in on them dating, but I I'm still holding out hope for her and pilot Pete. <laughs> Ooh.
0: We'll see. Maybe. I mean, what is she, has she done anything that, that, how long ago that it was like a, what a month ago, a little bit more.
1: Yeah. So I guess it was the week of Thanksgiving was the finale.
0: Um, So so, what's her follow-up? What's she doing now?
1: I don't know. She, I think she was a little, uh, the week after the finale, she posted something on Instagram that I'm sorry, I'm not gracing your screens this Monday for the first time in a year. (laughs) Exactly. Right. Yeah, she's but
0: to I get to I take a break. I'm interested to see. This is to me the most interesting point. Now is like, how does she now define herself after I all agree. of this fame?
1: I I feel like she has some things in the works. She lives in L. A. now, so I I have a feeling she's probably going to follow the Rachel Lindsay path. Um, I I think that that may be where she ends up in some capacity.
0: Cool, I dig it. Yeah, I
1: dig yeah, it. me too.
0: So we got some other news too, and this is some stuff that I have I've kept up a little bit with, and we've had some paradise breakups.
1: Mhm. We should have seen it coming, but still sad to see. Yeah,
0: but I am happy about the first one, which is that Katie is now a free agent, baby.
1: <laughs> How does your wife feel about that, Axel?
0: <laughs> you know, she's not too warm to the idea yet, but I'm working on it. You know, like I said, we live in Portland. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of thruples out here, so. Katie, oh you can look me up because you are amazing. And I mean, that was like, come on. They from the last time we saw them, it was pretty obvious that
1: yeah, that it was just wasn't thing.
0: working. And I don't, even, I can't even blame. It just seemed like it just wasn't working. Like he was still being him, and she was being her, and it just it didn't work, you know. But they were. It looks like they, it did seem. Uh, I guess the last time was at the reunion. And it did, it was a little forced. It seemed, I got the feeling that she was trying to keep it going, maybe even for a little bit of the publicity part. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of like, yeah, let's just, whatever, you know. <laughs> he <was> just, yeah. <laughs> Let me go back. He to was rest just going,
1: o- going along for the ride. Yes,
0: exactly. So I
1: will say something about Chris. So he um, owns a restaurant in Arlington, Virginia, where I live, um, and they are hosting a watch party on Monday, and I'm blanking on the name of the restaurant as we speak. Um, (laughs) But I heard on the radio that they're hosting a watch party, and I'm really excited about it and i i haven't decided if i'm going to go yet but i'm i'm curious if he was if he's going to be there
0: oh well you know what you can always put that voice memos on and just do some interviews have what well, we could have a roving reporter maybe, yeah. we, maybe oh, we get it's, some uh, video going oh man this could be something
1: it, it's called bracket room. I don't know how I just I just <laughs> blanked on that. I go there all the time. <laughs> I don't know. I just blanked on that. But yeah. Yeah. So Chris Bukowski, he owns the bracket room that's in Arlington. And uh yeah, so that that may be where I end up Monday night. I don't know. T B D sounds like
0: fun. And also, yeah. um, so who else? Demi and Christian broke up.
1: Yeah, that was sad to see, but I think everyone saw that coming as yeah. well. They weren't posting together on Instagram. Everyone was speculating. Um, so that was bound to happen.
0: And also, being as though that was such a new thing for Demi right. and all the attention surrounding it, and Christian seemed so much more grounded, that too seemed like something where they could both grow from it and move on from there. It didn't seem like it was going to last especially in the environment of the bachelor world.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I, I just didn't see Demi settling down that quickly when she still has some life left in her, in this franchise, you know,
0: (laughs) she, I'm telling you, we're going to talk a little bit about the YouTube video later. Um, that they did enter that Chris hosted introducing uh, all the contestants this season. But one of the things I was thinking while I was watching, I was thinking of Demi and I was like, wow, she woke him up, mm-hmm. you know, because Absolutely. I feel like she was so ready to just take be a host and just be a kind of, I mean, really, I think could was uh, for many people we're talking about her trying to replace him. <laughs> and do her own thing. yeah. And for the little amount that Chris Harrison has been in the show, I think it's good for him to kind of try to, you know, up his game, especially his girlfriend, since she's a host and right. a presenter too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the power hosts, you know? They got to g- oh, yeah. get it going.
1: I'm curious uh, when we're going to see Demi have her own podcast. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm sure that's coming.
0: Yeah, I'm sure.
1: Which I would listen to. I I think it'd be entertaining.
0: Me too. Me too. And our last uh, our last breakup. If I mean, can you call JPJ and Tasha? I pronounced it right. right. You got it right. (laughs) I practiced. Um, They uh, they broke. That's no surprise at all. Either.
1: No surprise at all. I just never. I was never on board with this. I just. It just never felt right to me. Um. But yeah, JPJ, he's left the uh, D.C. metropolitan area and he's moved on to L.A. So he's on to bigger and better things. (laughs) JPLA. Yep. That's his new
0: moniker. (laughs) So then that leaves really the couple uh, from Paradise that I think was the strongest coming out was um, Hannah and what? Dylan. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're still together, right?
1: They're still going strong. Tyler Post post about them all the time and Dylan's still just clinging to Hannah in every post.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love you know what? I grew to like that dude and though He seems
1: like a fun guy. Yeah. He had yeah. that
0: hidden kind of intelligence and rot, you know, and he just really fell for I don't know. I guess if I were to ever do a rewatch, which now that all these old seasons are popping up on Netflix, I think they're mm-hmm. testing it out, right? Jason yeah. Mesnick and yep. Molly season is up there. Um, I, I think if I had to kind of watch it again and now I can see better how they were just kind of like, you know, they had their thing in the craziness in the beginning, but he did kind of just hold fast to Mm -hmm. letting her do her thing, but I'm going to stick with you. And in the end, here they are still together.
1: Mm -hmm. I know. I I have a feeling we're going to get a televised wedding out of them. Oh Yeah.
0: -hmm. She still does scare me. She kind of looks like Chucky's sister to me, but oh no, (laughs) it's just like too doll-like. You know, it's too perfect.
1: (laughs) That's fair. Uh, She man, I'll tell you, she's showing up on so many of my Instagram ads. She's all over mm, the place. Good for her. She's blowing up. Yeah, good for her. Making it, making it work.
0: Is is, and then if you like, it's like if you zoom out of the picture, Dylan's like holding on to her ankle. (laughs)
1: I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is.
0: dragging it. So you have some other stuff here that I'm not too familiar with.
1: Yeah. So, um, so Caitlin and Nick kind of cleared the air, um, this fall. Oh, okay. Um, so they went on each other's podcasts, um, and they hadn't, I, I think, I want to say they hadn't really spoken, um, since, um, Caitlin's season uh i think they'd seen each other in passing and kind of and as of late had really kind of started to make up a little bit but there was definitely some bad blood in, you know uh, on the internet out there um with with them but um they went on each other's podcast they kind of cleared the air and um i i only listened to nick's podcast i did not get around to listening to caitlin's podcast but um it was very very good very um insightful um and yeah, it was actually really nice to, to kind of hear them talk it out. And, um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good that good they were able to there. And, you know, Caitlin and Jason are still going strong. They got another dog and he named, and his, um, <laughs> I think it's a boy dog. His name's Pino. Um, oh, and God.
0: I thought you were going to say penis for a second.
1: <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Pino like the wine. <laughs>
0: okay. I got scared.
1: Um, And so, yeah, I think they're living together They're, I mean, they're going strong. It's it's actually very I'm very, very happy for Caitlin and for Jason, too. I I didn't really know if that was going to work, but it seems to be working out really well. And I'm very happy for both of them.
0: It's good when this show can have like people get together, you know, Mm -hmm. even if it wasn't the original people. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, Nick is ever present that dude, but you know what, man, I, what's going on with his acting career. Does he talk about it on the podcast? Is he in any, he got that commercial. I haven't seen him any, that anything.
1: So I saw him in a very like deep cut. I, I don't even know if it was a lifetime movie or not, but I, it might've been like some other very weird channel movie, but <laughs> he was in it Good. with the Vivica A. Fox. Oh, so, I mean, wow. there's some star power there. And okay. I, I was expecting him to have a bigger role, but he, he just played a, um, a captain of a, of a cruise ship. And so he just had a little small role. But uh, the only reason I watched it was because I saw him on the cover <laughs> of the movie title. So I was like, oh, I better watch this with oh, Nick's man. in it. I got to um, find it then. I, I can't recall what the name of it is, but I'm sure if you go to IMDb, it's probably the only title on there on, on his IMDb. Um, yeah, I don't really. I haven't really heard much more about his acting career. Yeah, he's definitely landed a few commercials, but yeah, I'm pulling for Nick. I know he's definitely, you know, had his ups and downs, but I think he's really come out the other side, and and I'm definitely pulling for him. Go Nick! Yeah,
0: absolutely. I'm forever Normcore Nick to me. <laughs>
1: And then Demi Lovato and Mike are over. I'm really sad to see it happen because I was really, really pulling for this, and and now it's like, well, you know, Mike, was it worth it? Was you know, not being the Bachelor for Demi Lovato? Which obviously I know they picked Pilot Pete over Mike, but um, I'm really sad to to see them break up, and she's moved on to someone else, and her her ex, uh, Wilmer Val- Valderrama, got engaged uh, yeah I yesterday. saw that so you know there's like a whole in you know web of of things there. But so I'm I'm kind of I'm feeling for demi Lovato, that is you but know, uh,
0: I don't know. The more the, see this made me consider Mike. And the kind of edit that he got in Paradise and what's mm-hmm. what's he doing now with uh, what The Bachelor, the kind of the fame that Bachelor has given him? Because there was kind of a kerfuffle about him not being chosen to be this right. Bachelor. Like he's kind of the runner up to Pilot Pete, right?
1: I know. And so that actually got me thinking, um, you know, I I watched, I guess it was over the summer, MTV did A Double Shot at Love with Paulie D and Vinny. And it was essentially just The Bachelor, but with two Bachelors. I would actually love to see that kind of experiment on Our Bachelor and have Pilot Pete and Mike on there for the whole season and not just have them, you know, the first episode like they've done in the past. Um, I think that would be very interesting because I feel like a lot of these girls would would really get along and hit it off with both of them. And I think it'd be very interesting. And I've been thinking about this all day.
0: <laughs> I like that. Or even like a shorter kind of spinoffy type. Yeah. Because they're hesitant to mess with, I mean, as we've seen, even with the casting, right? Right. right. They're hesitant to kind of mess with their formula they have here. Mm-hmm. But I like that. You know, I miss that double shot of love. That Did that air That it already? Oh, yeah, that was back in the summer, okay, oh man, I yeah. gotta go back and watch that because I just I, oh man, there's so much t v you know, we just did our like top ten of the year, and it was well, we had your list on it, that was a great yeah. show, and there's just so much great t v and I miss that, damn, yeah, but I love that idea. I think that would be really cool. That's the thing is, I was just thinking like, I don't know my, did Mike was it just that he was uninteresting or that he didn't really put a lot into it because of what was going on outside mm-hmm. of the bat? You know what I mean? When he was on paradise.
1: Yeah. I, I think, I don't know. I think it was that he got, he got, he got kind of a safe, boring edit yeah. on, Par- on paradise. And then I think the whole, you know, uh, Demi Lovato was interested in him and mm-hmm. everyone was pulling for that. And so I think a lot of that kind maybe kind of, uh, Had something to do, yeah, yeah. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I the more um, commercials and 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 promos I see for this season, the more excited I get about Pilot Pete. Me too. But I would have liked to see what would have happened if if Mike was the Bachelor.
0: Well, you know, like uh, my friend Tucker told me a while ago. And I I've mentioned it on uh, Paradise, and this season is going to prove it. I know, as it always does. Is the Bachelor? It's always about the women, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah, you kind of need to have a good, like, malleable Bachelor, which I think Pete is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Mike he may not have had may not have had such exciting times in Paradise, but he's good to look at. He's intelligent. Mm-hmm. He's funny. You know what I'm saying? He's articulate. He's
1: got a beautiful so, smile. Yeah, you gotta
0: have <laughs> you gotta have somebody that can talk. That's the thing with P 2 He can talk. He yeah. surprises you because look at it's like when Chris Soules was The Bachelor and they'd cut to him. It's like they didn't know what to do. They couldn't because he didn't. He couldn't narrate the show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's kind of part of your job. Yeah, you know, Absolutely. so you have to like develop. But I like that kind of idea that there's like a double shot.
1: Yeah, would I think it'd it? be very interesting. Yeah, I mean, obviously they can't steal a double shot of love. That, yeah, but yeah, I think I think having that as like a spinoff I and mean, having like a couple bachelors or bachelorettes even yeah. um, with a bigger pool of other folk, I think that would be, I think that'd be interesting to watch. That would, but be I guess fun. you know, I guess it, at some point it just kind of becomes Bachelor in Paradise. But, <laughs>
0: <That's
1: true. laughs> um, but I don't know. That was just something that I was thinking about a lot today. Um. Because when I, I saw the the Wilmer news, it got me thinking about Demi and Mike. So, yeah, that that's something that I think would be interesting to come out of this franchise. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. And you know what? We never did find out if because remember they were they were saying that there was going to be some kind of spinoff situation right in the yeah, winter.
0: Yeah, they did. You're right, and it never. Just, yeah. yeah.
1: Never got anything like that. I just remembered that. Well, oh well. Maybe it just didn't. Maybe it wasn't gonna work.
0: <laughs> wait, did, oh wait, no. But didn't they do that um, mothers of bachelor thing or something like that? Or did or am I imagining that? Or was that pe- what people thought it might be?
1: I don't but remember they, saying anything yeah, about that, that. It was but, just
0: like a little special. Oh yeah, I think I'm inventing that in my mind.
1: Well, I think that would That's be wonderful. Before.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Maybe that's the idea. Maybe, I don't know why that just came to you, but maybe I read it.
1: Maybe um, I haven't seen anything about that, but that would be very interesting.
0: I think that would be cool. Yeah, we could get be- we could get uh, Becca with an H. Oh, Bacca? yeah.
1: <laughs> she oh she's pregnant again. Yeah, I know. Um, and so that I, I that good for her because she's starting a little family. They're adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I, they have. A, she has a very successful podcast, so she's really, um, you know, coming into her, into her own as well. So I'm happy for her, and I, I, I want to say fiance. I'm not sure, fiance, maybe boyfriend, but I'm happy for them. Yep, she's expecting again, so that that is good for her. And then also, Deanie, babies, poor guy, hardcore shattered his leg. In Switzerland when he was over there snowboarding or skiing or something um, over the holidays. And so poor guy had to spend, I believe, Christmas and New Year's in the hospital. Um, But I did see Kalen coming to the rescue. So they're still going strong.
0: Oh, isn't that sweet? Now, the thing that kind of shocked me about this, and I watched a bit of this video and I wasn't sure. I wanted to ask you. Did he like take a video before the anybody even got to help him?
1: And that's what it looked like. Right, it looked like yeah, it looked like he was lying in pain and like shooting his goodbye video yeah, to the
0: world. It's insane. It was like, I'm like, wait, this is this real? I couldn't. I didn't know whether. Sometimes I don't know whether it's like a kind of a joke or you know what I'm saying. And like, yeah. I have to admit, as I get older. The one thing I'm learning about the internet, and see, I, I hope I'm to be an, a smarter, older person on the internet, is <laughs> I always think somebody's trying to prank me or something is a joke first. You know, like I never right. just like react, and uh-huh. I watch a bit of it, and I was like, "Wait, did he shoot?" The-? But he's still, I think, in the hospital. So like, I so it really was that he's like lying there with his legs shattered. Yeah as he's like going live on Instagram or something.
1: So um, it was a little weird the timing because I w- I was looking at the timestamps and he posted um to a story in the hospital like 20 minutes after the other post like on the side of the mountain was posted, but I have a feeling what happened was he probably filmed that stuff didn't have service. Yeah. But posted and it, had, and then it, yeah. and then as soon as he got back to the hospital, it posted, Upload. and then he posted again. So I think that because the timestamp on that situation was very weird, but that's like the only explanation I have for it. But. Thoughts go out to Dean. We're pulling for you. We hope you you know recover soon, get back to the States. I think he's still stuck overseas because they're telling him that he's not fit to fly yet. <laughs> Poor guy. So um, I, I hope he has a quick recovery, which I, I know is going to be a tough uh, road ahead for him.
0: I don't know why he already doesn't have like an adventure travel show. Yeah. But that video alone was enough to start it.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I would watch it. Uh, I would too. I think that the dude is kind of weird and interesting and and he, you know, we've seen him on quite a journey. So somebody get on this and get this dude like, you know, Dean versus Nature or something like that.
1: <laughs> I love it. And so speaking of TV shows, I actually got into Jojo and Jordan's show Cash Pad over the holidays, and it's actually a phenomenal show. I I really didn't think it was gonna be that great. But they're a really great duo, and, I mean, it, it's a, it's a fixer-up show. They, they literally um, fix up um, rooms or houses to be turned into Airbnbs, and okay. it's, it's a very interesting show. It's a different take on your traditional, like, fixer-upper kind of show. Um, and they're funny, and, like, they – I just, I really enjoyed it. I got stuck in a marathon a couple of days um, and I was like, oh God, I came out like five hours later. I was like, oh God.
0: <laughs> I'm so happy. So this is why I love doing it. This is like, I was so looking forward to doing this podcast. Cause you know, Sarah, I've been covering like Watchmen and Hunter mm-hmm. and like all these serious show, And like, this is like, a, this is like a warm blanket of reality <laughs> goodness. Cause now I'm yeah. going to watch double shot of love. And that reminds me just as you're talking about it, we've been watching uh I believe it's on Amazon, it's an Australian show where it's a competition where they make like Airbnbs. Oh. And then but it's such an interesting concept they all so there's like 9 couples And they each have an Airbnb and then they all travel – or maybe it's six couples. They all travel to that and they stay at it. The other contestants stay at it and they rate it. it So it's like a kind of like survivor reality type. It's really interesting but mixed with design. Yeah. And they have the host and everything. So I kind of dig that. I'll probably catch a few episodes of it.
1: That's, that's, that seems very interesting. And you yeah. said that's on Amazon. I'll have to take, i have to check that yeah, out.
0: I'll try to find, if I can, if I can remember before I edit this, I'll put it in the show notes, but I got, <laughs> I, I can go, ch- I'm pretty sure it's Amazon. Amazon has a lot of good Australian and English, uh, reality shows. I know Netflix has had a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but Amazon has some of the older ones. Yeah. So it's pretty good. Yeah.
1: All, all of these platforms are, are really spitting out great content. Yeah. Um, and actually, I, I stumbled upon a very obscure um, platform, Tubi, and I started watching season one of The Bachelor. And it, let me tell you, it it definitely shows its age. Um, the I, uh, The Bachelor literally comes out in a huge oversized suit jacket. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> this,
0: That's probably this, what I was wearing at the time. This
1: really was in like the early two thousands, wasn't it? In um, the early two thousands. <laughs> um, but it was, it was very interesting to watch. I only got through the first episode cause it, I'll tell you, it, it, it was very cheesy and it was, it was tough to get through. Um, um, I got to check
0: it out. I never but, watched that
1: i never I had never watched it coming in obviously that was way before my time, but you know of actually watching reality television. I was still watching Nickelodeon back then but <laughs> um it it was definitely interesting to see that i mean the the skeleton of the show is it it hasn't changed yeah. since season one um It's definitely interesting that they they showed a little bit more of and not necessarily the behind the scenes, but they showed a little bit more of, like, the thought process that The Bachelor went through um, when picking the girls to stay, which I thought was interesting. Um, and I kind of appreciated um, that insight. Um, but seeing baby Chris Harrison still married to his ex-wife at the time, oh, it was – that was a gem. Now, how uh, do you all- get
0: to be? Is that, like, on Roku – is that, like, a Roku channel or –
1: so I was setting up my uh, fire stick and it was one of the um, channels on there. And I had vaguely remembered hearing something about one of the seasons being on this to platform. And so I downloaded it and it turns out it was season one of the bachelor. Cool. Um, but yeah, it's free. It's completely free. Um, so that was cool. And then apparently, uh, so I get I haven't watched it yet, but I think Jason Mesnick season is on Netflix, right? Oh, yeah. So I, that's, I need to watch that because that, um, was also a little bit before um, I started watching uh, um, the Bachelor franchise, so I really need to go back and watch that one because I, I, I mean, obviously I know that was an extremely interesting season. So yes, um, it's I definitely. Love this.
0: What what year was that?
1: I want to say I'm
0: gonna look that up.
1: Jeez. It was like maybe like 20 ten or something around there.
0: Because I know I watched that with my wife and I can't remember whether the, I think the first season we watched uh oh, whoa, what year was Jason Mesnick The Bachelor? Two thousand nine.
1: Okay. Okay, I was so, close, so yeah.
0: that was a bit after um, mm-hmm. I think I met – when did I meet my wife? In 2007 or – I can't remember. She's going to kill me. Uh, 2007, 2008. I can't remember. But we – I think we – because we watched the – I think we watched the pilot guy. No, the doctor, the army doctor guy mm-hmm. before that. But this is my favorite season ever. And I love this dude because he just reminded me of dudes I grew up with and friends of mine. Uh And I think he was – this was also – I guess Chris Soules was kind of the last real person that was the – that wasn't like kind of – on the on the come up on Instagram or you know what I mean I mean the world has changed you know the what world? I mean and reality yeah. television has changed absolutely. but this was this really I think was so if anybody has not seen it and I think you should definitely watch it
1: it's definitely going to be part of my homework over the next couple of weeks I'm definitely going to try and get through it soon. it
0: is the most dramatic season of the bat to me it really was I absolutely loved it and I thought that he was such a real dude. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was yeah. re- like you could just see the authenticity that kind of shines through not that it doesn't happen today, but I think it takes a little it takes a little bit more to get down to it right. until people show who they really are um but with him, he was kind of it was like man, by the end of the season, that dude was just like a raw nerve exposed, you know like yeah. you could just touch him, and he would be crying and like. Oh. he was a a, well there's that famous shot of him like putting his head down right like
1: oh yeah i know that very well yeah i feel like i know the the highlights of the of the season um but i definitely um need to definitely how many times can i say definitely in a sentence um (laughs) you
0: definitely can
1: i need to uh i need to get that um, watched for sure here shortly. So that's definitely going to be my homework. Oh my God, I need to stop saying definitely. I am <laughs> so sorry to everyone out there listening how annoying that must have been just now. <laughs> oh, it's
0: okay. You know what? But we're definitely going to move on yes, to what we absolutely. came here for, which is to talk about Peter's season. Take a little break to tell you about cufflinks.com. And I want to give another special shout out to Ben, James, and Kim, who won our last big Cufflinks giveaway. And there's more to come. I've got great products from cufflinks.com to give to you. And you know what you can give to us? your time. Go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today. Use code WINNER20 and you could get amazing savings. 20% off. It's the winter clearance sale from January 3rd to the 12th. Go to cufflinks.com slash DVR today and stay tuned because we've got lots of great cufflinks giveaways coming your way right here on the DVR Podcast Network, baby. Do it. One of the best parts about podcasting is getting to know the listeners and making new friends. And one of those friends is Andy. You may have heard me mention him before on one of our many podcasts. And Andy and his wife, Claire, are looking to adopt. So if you or anybody you know is considering adoption for their baby, please consider the loving family of Andrew and Claire. They're a home study approved adoptive family of three living on a farm in Southern Minnesota with a dog, Barney and two turtles. They're able to adopt from anywhere in the United States and would love to answer any questions you may have to learn more about them. Check out their Facebook page at Andrew and Claire adopt or on Instagram at Andrew underscore and underscore Claire underscore adopt. You can also email them at Andrew and Claire dot gmail.com. So, again, if you or anyone you know is considering adoption for their baby, reach out at Andrew and Claire Adopt at gmail.com. Thanks. Pilot Pete Baby. And just kind of an intro, we're going to go over some things he said. So, the YouTube cast video that Chris was in, uh, that he hosted, that gave us a little bit, a little maybe some spoilers. We don't want to get too much into that. But let's start out because you and I. I think are coming at the same place which is so for me it's my typical way uh of dealing with The Bachelor as long as I've been watching this show is I always want it to be somebody it's not that person then I'm like okay maybe it'll be a good season then like a couple days before the season premieres I'm like, this is going to be the best season ever. This guy was perfect.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, like I said, the more um, footage and like and promos that I get of this season, the more excited I get, yep. and I I cannot wait for Monday.
0: Me neither. I I just think that um, I was try- I was talking about this with my wife, and I think my friend too who doesn't even watch the show. I just need to talk to people about it. Uh, do you ever talk to people about the Bachelor that don't watch it?
1: Oh yeah, they're very like ugh. They definitely like, <laughs> like they look down on me and like, you know what? It's a it's a lovely franchise.
0: <laughs> That's how I feel and I just keep on talking. I just say, well, listen, I'm just gonna tell you about it, okay?
1: I do the same thing. I'm like I'm like, are you guys a bachelor fan? And if they say no, I'm like, I'm gonna talk about it anyway
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can I think it was I don't know, I don't remember who it was I was talking about it. I was just saying that um I think that this guy is Really, a welcome change because so much of the, our previous seasons with Hannah with Colton were so centered on the kind of personal growth, and they were they were like young and they were learning, right? Right. And with Pilot Pete, you know, he's not old, but he's got a job. He, right, he's got a pilot. His his parents were in aviation. He's he's stable. We saw his arc with Hannah was very kind of like uh, fulfilling. And I mean, in the end, not for him, they didn't get together. But it wasn't like there was some kind of great controversy behind it. You know, he's the kind of guy who listens when people talk, but he's also expressive. And he yep. can he can kind of carry the show. Now, maybe he's a little kind of boring. Um, but again, it's the women that are gonna make this show great. So I'm like super excited because also the thing is I was reminded of with the windmill shit is (laughs) he's a sexual dude. We don't have to worry about virgin shit anymore.
1: Yeah, that's true. Thank God that's no longer gonna be the the running joke. Now they have the windmill to be the new running joke. And and cockpits and and all (laughs) all of (laughs) different jokes you can make landing about strips planes. and yeah oh god the mile yeah, high there, club
0: we can keep on going <laughs> literally
1: we can go on and on there are going to be plenty of other jokes that they're going to run into the ground as chris harrison stated in the youtube cast video yeah. um so it's going to be something new but i'm sure we're going to get sick of those jokes real quickly
0: <laughs> yeah well they're, and they're, they're not going to stop though they'll they'll, no. they'll kill them but what how about you what are you what what do you kind of what are what aspects of pilot pete uh make you excited about this season
1: well i really like so pilot Pete and I are the same age we're both ninety one babies so he's he's twenty eight and so that's i feel like i can relate to him and where his head's at kind of in that, in that regard. So I'm really excited about that. Um, We do have a lot of young girls again on this season, but there are a few that are around his same age. And then I think there, there may be one that is actually older. Um, So I think it's going to be an interesting group, but I I am looking forward to how he navigates this and all that. But I, like you said, I I think he's going to, give us some some steamy, juicy moments this season. And I don't think he's going to hold back. And I think, honestly, the Bachelor franchise has kind of had a breakthrough with that. And it's no longer taboo to kind of, you know, you know be more sexual and all that. So I think that's, that's going to be an interesting mm-hmm. aspect to see throughout this season because I do think they're going to play into that.
0: Yeah, that's true because it's kind of been an ebb and a flow because, you know, with Nick... And and that his kind of era, there was a lot of that, like having sex before the end of the show, right? Right. right. Um, stuff happening in the ocean. We remember those kind of things happening, like with Ben. Right. And um, but then we kind of took kind of a little bit of a step back because I mm-hmm. think it did get younger. Right. And introduced these topics of virginity with Colton and then and then uh with the Hannah's crazy dude, who I can't even remember his name because I think I just don't even want to, uh, oh, how, Luke.
1: yeah Ugh.
0: Luke, how controlling yeah. he was
1: that's, that's the last time we'll mention his name, <laughs> yeah
0: and we don't it's like it's kinda you know The Bachelor is reality, but it's also a continuing television series, and it has to grow too, mm-hmm. and to exactly. kind of come back this season, have a guy who's a bit older, he's more mature. He goes to the windmill, and he did, and he wasn't like, yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah, you know? And then when we saw him make it, he just, he does his thing. He's having fun. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like, he kind of brings, I like that kind of um, like pilot airport 70s vibe I get a little bit from him. I hope they play that up. You know, they could get some yeah. shag carpet dates going on. <laughs> yeah.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Nice. I I'm very much looking forward to this season. I God, think this will be cool. I think the pilot Pete was was the perfect choice here. I I think they made the the right choice.
0: It always comes down to just when it's about to start, you get the most excited. In three weeks, we'll be like, God, this guy is boring.
1: <laughs> I hope not.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I hope not too. But let's talk a little bit about this cast video. We both watched it. I thought that this was. Uh, Chris Harrison was really fun. He was really – did you – I was just really impressed by him. I was like having a hard time paying attention to all the women because I was like, Chris is really turning it on. He went to like improv class again or something.
1: I I had the same um, experience. I kind of was just paying attention to him and kind of kept getting distracted. I honestly don't even remember half the (laughs) things that he said about some of the women. I I was having kind of like an inner conflict while I was watching it because I don't normally watch – things like that. Cause I really like to go into the first episode with a very clean slate. Like I'm extremely anti-spoiler, anti any kind of information. Like I know there is information on like what Hannah was doing at the house, but I haven't read it. I don't know what, yeah. what she's doing there. Mm-hmm. I just know that she's there. Um, and so I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I really like to go in like very, very unspoiled. And so I had some kind of inner conflict when Chris Harrison was spitting out Some information that obviously isn't really technically a spoiler, but it's giving me information that I kind of wanted to be surprised with, you know, Um, so that was kind of interesting. But obviously, we didn't get any like catastrophic spoilers from Chris Harrison. Obviously, that would be dumb on ABC's part to do that.
0: And like we both said – I don't even remember. Like he said, this girl gets kissed or she goes on a date or something, you know, like, and -hmm. then I can't even remember who he was talking about because he's just, he's rifling through note cards, right. Covering 30 women in like 29 minutes. Yeah. And, And, you mm -hmm. know,
1: and I will say, you know, speaking about, you know, spoilers, Pete did come out and say that the ending is is going to be unspoiled. That's right. And, and so i'm i'm interested in how that is going to happen like have they not filmed the final rose ceremony yet has he not picked someone yet i think it it w- would be a great idea for the final 3 to have like a month long you know situation with him where they have like their um what a happy couple weekends or whatever they're called and he can go see each of them kind of every so often and they can kind of get to know each other a little bit more and then have the final rose ceremony be semi-live, so to speak. But I, I think that would be a great way to keep it unspoiled. You know, top two, top three in some capacity, keeping that going so that they have a little bit more time to spend together. I, I know totally that, you agree. Know, yeah, I know that, that would be tough for you know all parties involved um, to not have it tied up neatly um as quickly but i think that would be kind of the only way to to make sure that no one gets spoiled
0: i i totally agree i think it, it's taking now this is something he said uh, i think this was like on an instagram post or mm-hmm. and i saw this on the bachelor party facebook page have to give them up still and i looked into it and i think that's what's happening
1: mm-hmm.
0: i think they're taking a page from Survivor. And doing oh that's the, true right? I
1: forgot I forgot that's how they film Survivor so yeah so then
0: they have you know their whatever destination they're at Chris Harrison the three women or two women and, and Pete is there and he says to them I and I love your idea I hadn't thought of that that we're gonna give you um you each over the course of the next month or two because I don't know when they finish shooting this. Right. Um, in relationship to what? Because are there are, are they're, they're still shooting now, aren't they?
1: Um. So they usually wrap up filming before Christmas or before oh, okay. before Thanksgiving. I think. Oh wow! Is that long ago? Okay. Yeah, because I think they like to give um the crew time off for Thanksgiving and Christmas. That's nice. That's that, nice. That, that's. I remember Chris talking about that in the past.
0: maybe it's The Bachelorette that they're still shooting while. The first one is airing. I'm not sure because I know that's a more
1: constricted
0: time period.
1: That sounds right,
0: yeah. Um, But uh, I love your idea. And they say, like, we'll go on these couple dates. And then that even gives the after the final rose in case – because a lot of times, if there's not a controversy on it, those things are freaking boring. Yeah, you know, you're just waiting for them to announce who the next person's going to be, or who's going to be on Paradise or something, you know. Or then they're bringing back somebody that you don't even care about, like Goose and what's her name. Yeah. Uh, Or do we like Goose now? I don't know. Maybe I like Goose now.
1: I Um, think they're I think they're a cute couple. They're fine, (laughs) you know. They're not bothering anybody.
0: (laughs) That's right. Let them live, Axel. Let them live. Yeah. Damn you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I, uh, but I think that would be really cool. I mean, let's like do something different with it. And mm-hmm. then you, it, of uh, then you can have like, you don't have like reality Steve and all these other people spoiling it. Yeah. Uh, and it makes you really want to tune in and watch it. And then maybe it also does give it a sense of, okay, we're actually going to have a little time in the real world before yeah. we make this decision. Exactly, and then he does it live. That now, that's the part that's kind of crazy. Is it wouldn't? It's not like Survivor where Jeff Probst announces the winner. Okay, everybody. It would be actually Pete saying to one of them, "I'm not choosing you." Yeah, live or maybe they do that like a day before and film it, and then he just is there with the winner or something out of courtesy.
1: they, like, film yeah. that part at the ma- – the, the proposals at the mansion. Yeah,
0: you know? yeah. Because you don't want to do another – oh, that's another thing is maybe they do that too is, like, we go live and it's just the camera, not the audience.
1: Yeah, that's that, true. I,
0: and it's back at the man- – oh, we're producing this thing already. So <laughs> I, I like
1: it.
0: Man, I love – but I, I was excited when I heard this because – they got to change this up, you know, like it, it always gets out. And even if you don't want to know, you end up kind of getting spoiled somehow, you know, like,
1: I know so. it's, no, it's literally so hard. I have to really be careful on Instagram and like unfollow some things. Cause I just, I'm so anti-spoiler. I really like being surprised and having a natural reaction live when I'm watching it. And so I, I try really really hard to stay away from any and all spoilers.
0: Me too. But you know, yeah. I actually and speaking of this, I read something where some uh some dude tweeted or put an Instagram comment uh that he knew who Colton chose because Colton had liked something
1: on is on, on Venmo, yeah. Yeah.
0: And yeah. Then, and then Colton was like good eye, man. So it's like they're going to give it a, you know, it's like regular people can figure it out because it's happening in real life. So yeah. why not make it if you're go if part of this is that it is a these are contestants and this is in a sense a game, right? Right. Then let's make the final episode a little bit more interesting. So I'd love it if they do this and I think it would be Super cool.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: All right. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about – I got some quick tidbits that I picked up that, that kind of look like Chris was kind of defining the season. First right. off, he said most of the contestants are uh, very Texas and Chicago heavy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was like, yeah, I don't know if we just had a lot of luck there or if we got pretty lazy. <laughs> I'm like, well, could what, be either.
0: What is that telling us? I don't know because Texas is like as big as the whole Northeast. Right. And it's so diverse too. and But Chicago has been a bachelor base. So it does, it does kind of meld into a theme that I picked up, which is that a lot of the girls knew each other before they got there and a lot yeah. of them seem to know – some of the bachelor and there was even a girl who had met Pete before at a party that they mentioned. So I think they're building up a bit of a, like where they're kind of doing what we talked about with bachelor in paradise, kind of connecting the off screen stuff more into the show.
1: Well, I think they probably enjoyed to, to a sense of, you know, the Hannah Kalen drama off yeah, screen. Yep. Um, and Good so one. I'm sure they're like, oh, let's, let's continue to play into that. Um, and we have one of the girls was a referral from Hannah G. So yep. there, there are a lot of connections going on this season. Yeah, that's right. Uh,
0: Hannah and
1: Yes, Hannah Ann is friends with Hannah G. <laughs> Hannah Ann,
0: Hannah G, Hannah Hannah Ann. It's like yep. a song or something. Oklahoma. <laughs> um, but so there were a lot of pageant girls, and there were like three or four flight attendants too. Mm-hmm. And two yep. of the flight attendants work together.
1: Well, they work for the same airline. Oh, okay. And so I was trying to figure out – because Chris Harrison seemed a little uh, – vague on if they actually Mm. work work together or if they just know of each other because they work for the same airline so we'll we'll find out some more information about that on monday i guess we'll
0: see yeah and then Mm -hmm. i also noticed that it was a it was seemed to be pretty diverse maybe one of the most diverse casts for the bachelor uh that i've seen before am i wrong about that i didn't do a count
1: um, no, I, I I agree. Yeah, there's it's definitely not a bunch of just blonde girls yeah. <laughs> like they have in the past. So, um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Extremely diverse, this and there
0: and a lot of Asian representation and two Vietnamese girls. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I think yeah, Chris was going into that a little bit too. So it's definitely um, gonna gonna be a great season with all that.
0: I, it makes me wonder. I always wonder. How much of an input like Pete or any of the guys really has in the look ethnicity style background religion uh you know what I mean like ideas
1: absolutely uh, any
0: of the contestants because you got to think that they have to follow some yeah know, I
1: mean obviously these men ha or and women you know for they have a type a- yeah. and so I think in the past that has definitely been played too. And obviously we've seen in the past that a lot of the women are pretty identical. Um, But I think the producers are taking a page, you know, from what folks have been saying online and they want to see more diversity, which I think is great.
0: And I think it's, I mean, also that's what a lot of people like, you know, if you're mm-hmm. given the opportunity, and I think that you find that of whatever your background is, if you were in a situation like this, you might say, Hey, I've never dated a person from, from this place or a person who looked like that. Mm-hmm. I would like to date them. Yeah. But the, it seemed like though, you still have to have one thing is that you have to look good in a bathing suit. That has to, <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> like- That's true. That's one place they're never going away. They're never going to go like. Let's not go after all the dudes with huge muscles.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Very true. They need to make sure they have a beautiful cast for Paradise. Yes,
0: they are not casting my dad bod on uh, on the Bachelor. Don't
1: don't worry, Axel. I'm not getting casted either. (laughs) Which
0: I've had since I was in my twenties anyway. So didn't (laughs) maybe
1: maybe maybe my Peloton will get me there one day.
0: There you go. There you go. We'll we'll have to see. Um, so let's see. Oh, and the other thing is Chris said this like about, I don't know, I have it in the notes. Uh, I mean, and I, it was even more than this, but he said like maybe more than half the girls were very aggressive.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He definitely said that about quite a few of them. Yeah. I was like, oh boy, that's going to cause some debacles. I'm sure. So, but I uh,
0: wonder, do you think that's because Pete is not, is like. Pete reminds – I'll say this. I'll give a call out to my main man, my best friend Lou, uh, Ludwig, kind of reminds me of Pete. He – my friend Lou has always like – if he would walk into a room, there'd be like two or three women who would just want to talk to him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think that he's traditionally what you would say is like a hot guy. I mean, I think he's a good-looking guy, but he just kind of has this air about him where he's – Likeable and open, and he listens. Yep. And I think that what I noticed with my friend Lou is he did attract a lot of like really aggressive women, you know? And me, That's because I'm a like kind of an, a more aggressive, outgoing guy, I always attracted quieter, like the, it's like opposites attract That's kind correct. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Know? So I wonder if. Because Pete has that kind of thing. Like, if I saw Pete, I would say he seems like, uh, you know, he's a good-looking guy. But I could see in real life that he has this kind of quiet, like, sensuality or attraction about him.
1: Yeah, he definitely seems like a very easygoing guy. And, I mean, if you're looking at, you know, Hannah, she definitely – I wouldn't call her aggressive, but I would definitely skew her yeah. more in that direction. And
0: you know. <laughs> I, I would think she's that's true. I mean, she was very, she was energetic.
1: Yeah. You know, she, she was, yeah.
0: and she was sexually energetic too. And that did seem to be a thing that came off through what, uh, what Chris was talking about for this upcoming season. A yeah. lot of references to, he would say, you know, like there was a girl, what was her name? Peyton. And he was like, pull out a windmill reference and just like this one she wasn't afraid to kiss or Pete there was an attraction here. Like oh, I think yeah. that we're gonna that's why I'm I'm starting to think it like it wasn't just Hannah that Pete kind of has this, as they say in Seinfeld, the Kavorka. <laughs> You know, like, yeah, he, it's like not like Tyler, where he's so drop dead gort, like he's like a frickin like marble statue or something. Right. He's like Pete is a good looking guy.
1: He's like adorable. I would, I would describe him as adorable.
0: There you go. Maybe even like a see, I've never understood the attraction women have for Leonardo DiCaprio. I've never eh. gotten it.
1: Yeah, I I can take him or leave him. But uh, so
0: but he has that kind of thing where it's like he is kind of like a handsome guy, but he also seems like he'd actually talk to you.
1: Right. Yeah. He definitely has personality for sure.
0: You know, like yeah. he's approachable, you know? Right. Because I think for a lot of women and a lot of men too, I think more so we talk about this in relationship to women. But I know for men, this is totally true, that – women or men are just more attractive if they seem like the type of person that you can actually just kind of be yourself, like talk to them, you know, they're open. And I think Pete has that, he is kind of like adorable. Like he he seems like, uh, he seems like he might be like naive or something, but he's Mm -hmm. really not.
1: Right. Yeah. And I mean, they're definitely, you know, just looking at the photos of the women and obviously never judge a book by its cover, but some of these women definitely – I, I, I wouldn't say scary, but they look like, you know, <laughs> like I, I may be a little bit afraid to have a conversation with them, you know, I'll intimidating, be honest.
0: Intimidating, intimidating.
1: Yeah. And, and I, I'm yeah. curious yeah, how they would mesh with someone like Pilot Pete, which I, you know. You know, yeah. they, it may work.
0: It might have been knows? the dancing. It might have been all the dancing that they were doing in the, little, in the <laughs> while Chris was introducing them. Yeah. It was very, that's what I mean. Like, I'm just sensing that the last couple seasons, right, have been like introspective in a sense about personal growth. And I feel like this season is going to be very like outward and expressive mm-hmm. and fun and mm-hmm. we've got some favorites. Why don't you go through who you're uh, – kind of we did like three or four and yeah. I'll go through my three or four who you kind of picked out that you think are either going to be – what? do you think they're going to – like did you pick yours out that you think – because we, we don't really talk about it. I just mm-hmm. kind of – we just kind of put top three women. Do you think they're going to win or do you think they're just going to be great to watch?
1: I kind of a little bit of both. Okay. Um, So my my first one was Hannah Ann, um, and I just, I don't know, she just, from her picture and from the introduction, it's, I know she is involved in some drama or whatnot, but I just feel like she seems like someone that would hit it off with yeah. pilot. Pete. And so I have a feeling she's going to go far. Obviously I just want to preface, I am unspoiled. So whatever I'm saying is, spe- is purely speculation. Yeah. This is um, like just
0: from pictures and this yeah. video. And that, that's all I did is I read their bios and I watched this video. That's it.
1: Yeah. Same. And so, uh, and then my next one is Sarah. And basically she spells her name with an H. I spell my name with an H so we can be friends. So that's great. Um, she seems, you know, down to earth. She seems like, um, I think, uh, chris said is a favorite in the house she seems like a very sweet girl um so definitely pulling for my namesake there <laughs> I like that. um uh let's see who else i have a sheen did I, did I pronounce that right i think i think um so. She, I think Chris said she also seems to be well liked. I like girls that are well liked. I, I I pull for them, you know. I don't. I don't pull for the villains and or you know, in, in that regard or anything. No. So I, Pete
0: I, is not bringing home Courtney like Ben yeah. Flannick. No way. He he is going for a a good girl.
1: Right, yeah, and so she she and or she and I'll get it right (laughs) by the time they air the uh, the episode. um, She seems like a nice girl, so I think I'm gonna pull for her. And then my final one um, was Kelsey. I just I feel like looking into her like her eyes. She I just feel like she's gonna hit it off with Pilot Pete. Obviously, I'm not very good at picking these. The last time I did a bachelor bracket, I picked Chad to win it all on (laughs) (laughs) JoJo. So, like, I really – my opinion should not, you know. <laughs> well, but
0: Chad did win it all because he's the worst guy that was ever on anything ever.
1: I know. <laughs> literally, So like, we did our Bachelor bracket, like, an hour before the first episode of JoJo season. And I was like, oh, yeah. I got a great bracket. Like, I'm going to win. And then literally, like, at, what, it was episode two or whatever. I was like, oh, great. Chad sucks. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm not very good at these things, but these are my first impressions. And those are the girls that I think are either going to go far and or who I'm rooting for.
0: All right. All right. I like it. Well, I have let's see. I have my first is Jade, who I who from what Chris described her as is she is a flight attendant, but also training to be a pilot. And just kind of has a great head on her shoulder. I thought she was very beautiful. And mm-hmm. she kind of looked – I thought that she and Pete would look good together. They kind of would yeah. make a good-looking couple. Yeah. Um, now, my second one is not only who I think might win this thing, but who I may replace Katie as my bachelor crush –
1: I was With, I was about to ask if anyone has a, has yeah. a edged Katie out yet. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I don't know this girl Madison. I was like, wow! As soon as she came on the screen, I was like, hello. She <laughs> played. She was a basketball player, which is yep. also you know my wife is like six one. I love tall women, and <laughs> not only that, but she's a foster parent recruiter.
1: Right. Yeah. She's a, she seems like a very, very good person.
0: She's like amazing. She's like yeah. a Rhodes Scholar too, probably something like that. So I don't know. I think that she may have – this is the kind of woman that I think Pete is looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also going to go with Sarah, same as you said. I think that that's the one that we share. I mm-hmm. think that she looks like a favorite going in and just all around could navigate this world – with some integrity and kind of uh impress Pete and be like a friend throughout.
1: Yeah. You know? I agree. I agree.
0: Um and lastly for no other reason than she looks like Hannah Victoria P. That's
1: Victoria it. P? Oh really? Yeah. I, I don't I don't think she looks like Hannah.
0: <laughs> I just thought she kinda looked like Hannah. I don't know. <laughs> I just like I saw her and and then she just kinda and her her picture too was aggressive as, as Chris Harrison was saying, I'm a
1: little bit bit afraid of her. (laughs) The hair
0: was coming out. Like everything was kind of coming at you. And uh, I just felt like she might make some waves. And the thing about, I start to think too, is maybe that we're going to have, we cut, there's always in a season where you have someone like Pete, where he seems kind of nice guy there's always somebody that is that sticks around longer than you think they're going to stick around, uh-huh. and it's purely by their will to be there, and uh, kind of like Luke, and I I think that she might be this person.
1: Interesting. So she kind of reminds me of um, what's her face, DJ Agro. Um, (laughs) What was was her real name? I can't, the one that kept interrupting everybody the first couple nights. I I can't, I can't remember her name, but that's like, that's who she, her picture just reminds me of. Her
0: her face is, as soon as you said, (laughs) the face came to mind. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Well, that's our picks. Um, I don't know. I had, let's see. He did say a lot of stuff. Um, that we're going to find out about. Uh, I, I don't know. I thought that Kelly, having met Peter before randomly, was an interesting thing. And Chris yeah. Harrison did say that that kind of comes up early.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and- I'm. I'm interested to see how that plays out if that works to the advantage or not.
0: Well, I think that that's a when things like that happen. For me, that it's more of an indication of how the other people take it. You know, yeah. like 'cause if if somebody gets real jealous, then you know right away, oh forget them. But right. if somebody's kinda like, who cares? What do you, I mean, I met a million dudes before too. Then yeah. you're like, okay, that's that she's gonna last. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's good to have kind of and I also think I like it when the first night there is some kind of controversy or something that's not about some dumb outfit somebody wore <laughs> or coming in on a truck or a horse mm-hmm. or like I just get a little tired of this silly kind of entrances cuz they never yeah. work they don't
1: I work. I agree I just come in say hello yeah. on the, when I was watching the first um season of the bachelor all of all of the ladies just came in shook his hand said I'm excited to get to yeah. know you and went in and I was like perfect like let's just get that part over with exactly. and I really I liked that, that a lot.
0: I just feel like that thing is so played out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and it never works. It, and it, what it really does is it's like your audition for paradise.
1: Yeah. That's, and, I mean, that's the honest truth now is that you, you just gotta be outrageous so yep. that people remember you for paradise.
0: And, and I would rather see somebody do that in the show because mm. those are always the people like, how about, uh, uh, what's her name? Shark girl. Uh, dolphin, dolphin girl. <laughs> sorry, Who well, no,
1: that that was the controversy: is that she kept saying she was a dolphin, yeah. but she was in a shark costume. But
0: then she ended up being kind of more interesting outside, like a different person too. Outside, you know. So it's like, I, I don't know. I I kind of like it better when people just come in there, they say hello, and mm-hmm. and even if they do have a little bit of connection there, you know, right, or, right. Be a little nervous, like you know, because when I, whenever I'm watching the premiere, man, I'm looking so forward to watching this. Whenever Me too. I'm watching it, I do feel like kind of nervous for them, you know. Like that's a lot. Like you are literally walking off the street and being thrown into the craziest, most popular thing. You know, it's you're on the internet, TV. You're going to be on Dancing with the Stars potentially. Your whole life could change. Yeah. And it's really nerve wracking. So when it's all the silly crap stuff in the beginning, I kind of feel like it's a more artificial. And right. especially with Pete, I'm looking for some authenticity because I'm kind of I, I like it. Like you're saying, he's a little he's oh I like that he's 28 and he's not mm-hmm. like 21. There's going to be sexuality, windmills, landing strips, all that kind of shit. <laughs>
1: It's definitely going to be a fun-filled season. I can't wait.
0: I'm looking forward to it and I'm looking forward to covering it with you. And I think, what are we going to record on like Tuesday and we'll drop the episodes on Wednesday, right?
1: Yep, I think that's the plan.
0: I am looking forward. To- and what is it? 13 weeks?
1: That sounds right. Yeah. Ooh, I think so. Little it's, going longer- to be, it's going to be a long season. Yep.
0: A little longer than paradise.
1: Yep. Absolutely. This is going to
0: be good. I was saying that to my wife. I was like, "I'm so excited," and she was like, "Wait till week five when nothing happens." True. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have that's some right. short shows. What? Do you, what can I say?
1: I'm sure there'll be plenty happening outside in the in the outside Bachelor Nation world. That it. it we'll will be busy. That's for sure. Definitely. I have I have no doubt.
0: Most definitely. So, Sarah, it's been great talking with you again. You too, Axel. I missed you. Yeah, me too. You have any any last words to say before we go?
1: Um, I just want to say thanks, everyone, for listening again. We're really looking forward to covering The Bachelor this season with you guys. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe.
0: Peace out.